episode of As You Untitled. I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. And uh, happy 4th of July. Yeah, it? this is a special 4th of July episode for our listeners in America. It is. Um, do you say happy 4th of July or is it happy Independence Day? I actually don't know. Let's just say happy Independence Day yeah. to him. Yeah, happy yeah, Independence I, Day yeah, to yeah, a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, happy Independence Day. I, I mean, I, I have no idea. I mean, I've got some American friends, but I'm really asking the day. It's not really something to think about. It's not. I mean, I mean, we don't celebrate in the UK. No, it's not really the British holiday. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's not one. It's like like the Queen's birthday. They don't celebrate over there. I'm pretty sure they go mad for every royal wedding, though. Uh, probably. I mean, if you like the, watch a real royal wedding, um, I've enjoyed it. I mean, and did you watch a royal wedding? Most of it. Oh, I, I think I watched a bit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> It's the 4th of July, so we watched a very special movie for Independence Day, and the movie was called... Independence Day. Well, there we go. Uh, um, I mean, so I asked my American friend first, and she recommended a couple other films, but I'd never heard them before. What were they? Hang on. Oh, he's just looking it up. So she said, Born on 4th of July. Okay. Um, She said, and then she actually said, you spend most of 4th of July outside, so there's not really many 4th of July films. Um, she said anything military, Saving Private Ryan, Top Gun. Um, she said Moonrise Kingdom. But she said her personal favourite would be uh, Sandlot. It's, a, it's an American baseball. It's all about 4th of July and all that. She went, how much more American can you get? There's, there's actually a, a, a movie so pro-American that it's over the top of pro-American. Really? It's one of the Rocky movies when he's okay. facing off against the, uh, the Russian guy. But yeah, um, he's fighting this guy. Yeah. And when he starts beating him, even the Russians start cheering for the American side. <laughs> and he comes in wearing American shorts. He's oh, right. It's like, you can't be more American than that movie. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, so, I mean, we picked Independence Day. I think it was more so for the, because of the name of the film. Yeah. Um, that, I think that was the main reason we said it. Uh, and I will be honest, we, I got up very early to do this podcast. You can say that's very early. I've been awake since like half five, six. I could have got you down here a lot earlier. Oh. But I mean, it's early. I mean, but we're here. We got the film done. Yes, we are. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we got the film done. Um, now we're recording. I mean, it's now eleven minutes past ten in the morning. <laughs> you know, that's it's early for me. Really? Well, I'd normally get up at say like half eight, nine, or something like that. See, quite often because you know, I'll, to everyone out there, I've recently come back from holiday for I've yep. been away for a week, and get you have to get up early. I can't, I can't stay in bed all day long. I can sit on my bed most of the day, yeah. Yeah. But actually laying there, you know, pyjamas or whatever you wear, I just, I can't do that. What, what's with the, what's with the no. odd facial expression then? I just think it's weird. Like, go, what, I wear pyjamas? Yeah, just shorts. Well, they're pyjamas, you wear them for bed. <laughs> Where, why why <laughs> I would I have them if I'm not going to wear them in bed? It's not like I can wear them down the street or something. It's just, I don't know. I just weird, I don't know, I just call them shorts. So you're just a boxer guy in bed and then? No, just, no, I don't know. Bed shorts, I guess. Bed shorts. I don't know. Sorry, pajama shorts. <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't call them. But I'm going to put my pajamas on. I stick my shorts on. <laughs> You're an odd one. <laughs> Lounge shorts. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm from Dagenham. I'm not upper class. Okay, I may sound like it sometimes, sorry. but I'm really not. But yeah, so I mean, we watched Independence Day. As we were saying, it's it's early. It was it, it was early to watch it. I was getting yeah, it's on early the bus. To watch a movie. Yeah, and I was like trying to stay focused, and but you couldn't. It was uh, well, we we got there. You were distracted a couple of times. Yeah, I, I did get a couple of messages and phone calls. Um, this we decided to do this. It was quite spare uh, spare at a moment. Well, actually, we decided like last week, didn't we, to do this? But unfortunately, yeah. we come back from holiday. Then I had a birthday to attend to. Then other stuff came up. So literally doing it on the day and then yeah so i mean it is going to be a bit of a um this is the first time that we've done a pod 
on the day and then got it released on the same day. Yeah. So just to get it on 12th of July. So it goes out to the Americans so they can actually see that we've got one for the 4th of July. You can't see it, but I'm waving an American flag for you. <laughs> when was the first time you see Independence Day? Wow. <laughs> Did it come out in 96? Yeah, I didn't see it at the cinema. I remember that, but mm-hmm. I think I saw it in DVD. No, it would be video, wouldn't video. it? It wouldn't have been DVD. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no. DVD wasn't a thing then. No, it would have been on video like a few months later or so, I think. Yeah. Because I remember, so I remember watching it on, I don't remember watching it on video. I remember seeing it on a TV at some point. So That's when kids, if you didn't see it in the cinema, that's when you saw most of the movies when they're yeah. on TV. So I'm just trying to think of the time. So I said to you earlier, off air, um, Will Smith must have recorded this during the Freshman to Bel Air. It does seem like it. It's, but it would have been nearer the end of the run because yeah. his face has changed, like I, thought, yeah, like I said to you. So as we were saying, it must have been, it must have recorded, say, 95, early, like, throughout 95, ready to release for 96? Yeah, that sounds about right. Because of the, back in the, in the 90s. So you didn't have, like, you couldn't do everything off, like, um, Sony Vegas or something. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. had to, with tapes. Yeah. You know, because it was still old school then. It's weird, isn't it, in the 90s? <laughs> Saying it's, to me, I still think of the 1990s 10 years ago. Yeah. I know it's not because <laughs> I'm 33 now and I was born in 85. <laughs> so that's like way too long ago for me to start thinking about. But do you know what I mean? It was like, it was kind of, it was slower of a process then. Yeah. Nowadays, you can get a film recorded in like eight, eight to 10 weeks and get it released another four or five weeks after. So within the space of a year, you could have almost like two movies come exactly, out. Exactly, yeah. Where this would have taken over a year to get all the production done, yeah. everything set up. And like you said, they made models for this movie as yeah, well. Yeah, they that did. Would have taken a fair while. So, I mean, we'll start, we'll start with the models because we're kind of on that anyway. So, obviously, they made models for, I'm not saying for each scene, but like for the big, big example, the explosions and all that stuff. That would have been modelised. Is that what is that word? Modelisation? A model created for them. Yeah. So they would have had, yeah. Do you think the models looked legit enough to get away with it on film? At that time, yes. Nowadays, mm-hmm. they would have simply... People just laughed out of the cinema. I think now, if they'd done it again, do you think they would have just CGI'd the whole lot? Oh, most likely, yeah. They wouldn't. Modern day, they wouldn't have bothered making all the models for it. They would have gone straight to CGI. Do you think that ruins the film, though? I don't, yes and no. Yeah. Mainly because with the CGI, you've got... You can add more to it, but the model gives it a sense of realism. Yeah. Even if you can tell, like, you could tell some of the bits, the way they broke. Well, that's not concrete, that's wood. Yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, um, like I said, it just... I mean, I preferred it. Like, I mean, I don't know why. I like the idea of being able to do CGI and, like, for example, you can you can add special effects and green screen and all that, or blue screen. That's great. But I don't know. I just feel like now you can do that. People lack the idea of, a handcrafted like spaceship and yeah do you know what i mean like yeah i understand that completely because it's so it detracts from it yeah and it's like when you're making it you get the time and the effort of putting it in you can do what you want to you can hand carve it not saying you can't do this on a computer but it's more real when you hold it in your hand rather than it's like a data file on a computer exactly it kind of just brings it to life because it's like when you pull it in you can like oh the light needs to be changed here and you can play around with it till you've got the shot that you want it's like with other movies, they've made props and they've like they've used those props in like, not other things, but like say, just side to do a bit of a sidetrack here. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter world, yeah. They have some of the props from the movie there. If everything was just CGI'd in, you and, have and, the, props. and the movie became really popular, the people haven't got anywhere to go look at it because it's all on a computer somewhere. Exactly. So I feel like it's 
essential to have films like this to have them sort of props. Yeah. You know, like it just it doesn't have to be everything. For example, they, the alien stuff. I'm glad that they if they were to do it now. Like, I'm hoping that they wouldn't see Jolly Aliens and they'd have it. So you know, when they done it, when they open the, the skull up, yeah, it really, yeah, yeah, like just to add that extra effect to it, kind of thing. What do you think of visual effects? They seem really grainy in comparison to what I'm used to at this point. But for its time, once again, for its time, it was really impressive. Yeah, I mean, the fire, the weapon coming down, the fire spreading out was really impressive to look at yeah. when you were younger. It's really well done. I mean, I would say. I mean, compared to a couple of films that we have seen, the effects in this were probably better than Dragon Wars. Oh, definitely. And that was, that come out, what, 10 years ago? Something like that. So, yeah, so this is like, 20, this film's 22 years old. 96, and we're 2018. Bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> Think how long ago it actually was at this point. And I said 22 years ago, and some of the effects on this are better than some of the films that come out now. Yeah. So, I mean, personally, I would say that if people disagree, they disagree. But I'm just, I like, they had to make the effects how they were. Like, that's yeah. what they had. That you was, know, that was the way it worked. Then. Exactly. And it, it, I think they pulled it off well. I mean, the um, the buildings breaking, uh, even when they had the, you know, the fight with, with Will Smith's, um, his team, the Black Knight. Yeah. When they go up and they're obviously they're shooting their lasers and stuff. Even that was good. You know, it wasn't like it was poorly done and you could see like, Strings away yeah, from yeah. Bombs, yeah, yeah, but no, I agree with you. It looks really well done. Yeah, for his time, anyway. So, all right. So overall, so we, we sort of spoke about how it, well, when you first see it, the effects and stuff. But what did you think overall with the film? Um, this time watching it, not the first time. Storyline was good. Mm-hmm. As as we put, as I pointed out to you, there were a couple of plot holes and things yeah. that didn't quite. Has anyone, if anyone's been on YouTube, they've seen uh, Cinema Sins. Yes. And there's a video like Everything Wrong with Independence Day in five minutes or less or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It points out a lot of these plot, you know, little holes, they could have done this. Yeah. But I, yeah, I really enjoyed the storyline, worked out well, the effects were decent. Oh, there's one character I just didn't like. I can't help myself. You know, it's the Secretary of Defence guy. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you know, later on, one of the point in the movie, he gets fired. He goes, you, you can't do that. Just, the cabinet's dead. The president's alone in his power, yeah. and he's got a military advisor. He can do what he likes at this point. Yeah, yeah. So saying, you can't fire me, just makes me want to smack him one. Yeah, I agree. But it takes, like, a weird turn, because, like, the president ha- is in charge, obviously. Yeah. But then they hide, like, the Area 51 from him. Plausible deniability. Yeah. And then it kind of, like, I mean, I was saying he doesn't not become in charge again. I mean, he's still in charge. But then he has all the power. He has, it seems like he has more power... Do you know what I mean? Towards the end. Oh yeah, he's complete. He's like I said, it's, it's not it's not a true dictatorship because he's not actually dominating anyone. But he is the only authority in the country. Yeah, he has a he has his friend who was in the war with him, his Gulf War buddy, which is a military advisor basically. Mm-hmm. The Joint Chiefs, they're all dead. Sorry, if the if my voice slipped, then um, I was pointing the <laughs> microphone away from my mouth. Yeah. Right, you you'll get microphone echo. So we said about the plot being. Do you think it's all over a place then? Like, not, not all over the place, the word. It jumps around a lot. Yeah. So, vis- visually, it annoyed me. Oh, like, for, the, for that reason. Because it was, like, for scene by scene. Because it kind of, it jumps from one thing, and then it jumps to another. It doesn't follow a single storyline until, like, half the, almost a quarter of the, halfway through. Yeah. Because that's when everyone starts meeting up, and they're all part of the same and thing. Exactly. Then they're the same. Obviously, I understand you have to do it location by location. Yeah. But they added Iraq in. Just so you can see it flying over. Yeah, there's just no. What need. was the point? They could have had any. Co- 
They could have had Russia. I mean, they had that a little bit later. Yeah. That was just like a quick news clip. Yeah. This movie was focused, well, literally focused on America personally. You don't really see the devastation in other parts of the world. It's all focused on the United States of America. Yep. So why? And that's what I mean. It was then they're doing the Earth next. And I was like, oh, I understand if they're going to use like a UK military. That makes sense because it's still part of Earth, right? Yeah. But it was the military side. They only had to flip to them, and that was it. That made sense with the Morse code seed, right? Yeah. But I just don't understand why Why did you need to ha- add Iraq into it? Why couldn't they have just done it over? I mean, El Toro, which is where they were going, where the woman was going, yeah. right? That's where she was meeting... Yeah, uh, that was fine when they left. Yeah. There's nothing to get there, and it's been destroyed. Exactly. But, like, I mean, why couldn't they have, for example, they've gone over the... the you know the when the ship's going over? Yeah. And it obviously goes over Iraq. Why couldn't they have just kept it all American based and had it just go over Texas, for example? Do you know what I mean? Or like Nebraska or well, I suppose they didn't want to make it too hyper pro American. Yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like if it was going of then it would have just made sense because they added Iraq in For no reason. For other. No, and then it then nothing happened. Yeah. There was and, no you know they could have that could have been cut from the movie and no one would have been any of the wiser. Really. Exactly, yeah. I've got to say, the one thing that kind of peeved me yep. is the way British people were portrayed portrayed in that movie <laughs> right it's that right we're in it for like what less than a minute yeah I'd i don't mind that because it's an american movie about a, a, an alien invasion invasion on independence day sorry my voice went a bit wonky then and americans have suddenly come up with a plan and suddenly we see the british oh well, it's about time like the british have to wait for the americans <laughs> to make a plan yeah i love you america i love your um your hot dogs and your twinkies and all that is lovely okay yeah. lovely out there but come on we I know, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just, I don't know. I just don't know. Like, and his accent, though. Oh, about bloody time. It, it, we don't all speak like, okay, I speak a little bit posher than most. But Rob, you're common. You say something. I ain't common. <laughs> I ain't got none. Oh, that, that mere sound that. of that thing makes my skin crawl. I mean, I don't know. Do you know what it sounded like? You know when Dick Van Dyke tried to do an English accent? Yeah, it, was, it was that sort of, I don't know. It's, it's, it's cringy to watch it. Yeah. Because you know when people, and then the thing is, I mean, poor Americans think that, is that how they sound? <laughs> no, it ain't. <laughs> right. I remember I've told you this before. We were on, um, we went to America on holiday at one point. Yeah. And the lady on the bus, the tour guide, actually thought all British people lived on stone houses out in the moors. <laughs> she, I said, what about London? People live in London. She, was just, she only thought that was like a tourist area. Wow. So she thought we all lived in houses out on the moor and we, we either spoke really posh or really dirt common. Yeah. Really dirt common. But yeah, I was thinking, we don't, I don't believe all of you all of the Americans living swamps and wrestle gators or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. a stereotype there. So where do we wear our bowler hats then? Do we wear them across the moors? I don't think I've ever held a bowler hat. No, neither have I. <laughs> well, there you go, America. They so think... bowler hats are not a thing over here. Well, they, they might be, but they we don't wear the, them. The posh, posh, posh people, not for us. Is that top hat and top hat and towels? That's more like um, a suit. Yeah. Anything. Top hat and towels would be like for a gala. Yeah. Even gala is a big word. Well, a small word, a small but word, it's got a big, big meaning. meaning. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the word act. That's a big word. No, two letters. But do you know what I mean? It's, I don't know. I just so I agree with the stereotypical. I didn't like the that aspect of it. No. But I like the fact that they kind of. I mean, I, they tried to incorporate. I mean, they it, showed other nationalities getting involved, but it was like it just didn't make oh, sense. We're, we're, why? Oh, America has a plan. Well, about time. Let's get going then. What do they want us to do? No, we. Don't do that. Yeah. I agree. But in that same scene, just before they, you know, tells him, one of the Arab guys, because they're all in this similar Arab, Arabic area, one of the guys that come over and starts talking to him in his native tongue, and he goes, 
what the blood what the blast is he saying or what the hell is he saying it's like you 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 work out there you'd be able to understand a minimal amount of the language at least yeah exactly they wouldn't send you out there not knowing a word no exactly do you know what i mean There's... I mean, even basic military code would you'd know that translated into yeah. their language but speaking of military code they send things through morse code yes they do they do it's, um, it's not it's not they can't use satellites anymore because the aliens have gone all yep fuck wow on them yes so do you like the idea of them using Morse code? Because it's not a thing that we kind of hear now. No, it's primitive. But in a world where technology is being, well, satellites are being wiped out or used against us, Morse code would be a good way to get go across. Yeah. But how would it reach? Because it has to go by wire, doesn't it? So it's like wire through the desert all the way to the location. Possibly. Or they would, would they, could they not do it through, through a satellite? Do you know what I mean? Like, like a telephone? Yeah, I suppose so. That would make sense. They could do it through a, t- a telephone line, for example. They could. Like, yeah, because it's, tap, just, tap, it's tap, literally tap. just noise. Yeah. So even if they rung each other, they could just like. Yeah. I mean, I've no idea what you just said on the. <laughs> oh no! I probably swore at someone, didn't I? Apologies. <laughs> if it's anyone that can speak, speak. <laughs> Who understands? <laughs> I can speak it. Dot dot dash dot 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 dash dash dot dot. But no, if anyone can understand that, and I swore at them, I apologise. <laughs> Which reminds me of Big Bang Theory. You know when Sheldon's trying to teach Leonard Morse code through the wall? <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> Mrs. That. A, when he's um he's trying to... Nowinski, it's uh, Sheldon and, Sheldon and um, Nowinski. Oh, right, Nowinski. yeah. And uh, he's, she's helping him. He's trying to speak he's, to him. He needs to teach yeah. him. Yeah, because he wants her to get out of the apartment. <laughs> yeah. Well, then she chucks him out after she suggests they share credit on his yeah, discovery. So get out. <laughs> Maybe you could. we could both have our names on it. She's like, his face falls and she's out the door. Sheldon is really selfish, though, isn't he? Is. Sorry, gone from uh, Independence Day to Big Bang Theory there. Well, it's American still. It's fine. I think they'll, they'll appreciate uh Americans would appreciate Big Bang. Maybe next time we could do an episode of Cheers or something really go American. I've never seen an episode of Cheers. I haven't either. <laughs> well, well, consider Shh, don't tell it, the yeah. Americans that. <laughs> so as the film goes on, we, we say about, um, like you said, there's like flaws and stuff. Yeah. Do you think if they'd have kind of covered the flaws, it would be... I mean, I'm not saying it takes it away from the film, but I feel like like when you said the um, they go into the... Oh, I can't think of what her name is. Tunnel? That's right, they go it's, into the it's tunnel. It's Will Smith's stripper girlfriend. Yeah. With, their, the, with her little boy and the dog, they go into the tunnel to survive. Yeah. But when they come out of the tunnel, after the devastation's over, you can see through the door where she's coming out of mm-hmm. that there's daylight there. So the roof did cave in. Yeah. The roof, because the, the wave came at them from the back. From the back. So it would have blown the roof over the top of them, crap onto the, on top of them. Yeah. So they would be either under rubble or dead. Yeah, exactly. The doggy, when they first get into that bloody room in the mm-hmm. tunnel, the, the, the heat goes straight past them. Now, as anyone knows, heat would have seeped into the room and gone out again. It See, wouldn't have I, gone straight past. No, I thought that it would do the same because it, it, there's an, a, an air pocket. Yeah. yeah. It would have filled that up and carried on. Yeah. Or it would have exploded that part of the wall outwards. It's a, it's a valve, a release. Yeah. Release I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, do you know what? I, I know it sounds horrible, but I wanted, I didn't want the dog to survive that that scene. Like, not for the fact that the animal shouldn't survive. Yeah. But the fact that it was a last minute attempt and kind of like it jumped and then it could have been swept away kind of thing. Yeah, that would have made it a bit more, it would have made the movie sadder. Yeah. So a bit that, more realistic. So then she's like, it's not just her and the dog that's got Dylan now. It's her and Dylan. Yeah. That is the little boy's name, isn't it? Yeah, Dylan. Yeah. So it's her and Dylan. And now it's like a big 
I'm going to get you safe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it would have increased. Not that she wasn't trying to keep her son safe, but now they've lost what is basically a family member. Yeah. That would have been like driven her more to do it. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I mean, I mean, I like, I think it would have been a stronger character growth, like growth for her. Yeah. Her character would have developed more with the yeah. death of a dog. Um, I mean, everyone knows that death, uh, dogs or animals that die in films when they're attached to the human always makes them it makes the film sad but it also grows their character quicker yeah. look at for example Will Smith and I Am Legend have you never seen it? no oh, but we'll watch it but no I understand the dog dies yeah yeah, yeah the dog dies and he, he holds it I think he actually kills the dog to stop him from dying himself from what I remember um, dog's called, he calls the dog Sam all the time and then when she's dying he calls her Samantha to call her by her full name okay and then there's a scene when he, it, on it, that's the only film that will make me tear up I don't know. Have you ever watched Bullshit Down? No. That's a, oh, you should. No, don't watch it. <laughs> no, you end up you're sitting there like, okay, I will not cry. I will not cry. There's tears like hanging just under your eye. Like, I will not cry. I will not cry. I will not cry. Also, did you know? So for, I was reading on uh, Wikipedia. I'm not saying it's the greatest uh, source. <laughs> no, I can find. No, but people can alter that themselves. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. But from what I read, apparently they attached a camera to um, an old plane. And when they were going through the, like, the Grand Canyon-y yeah. kind of thing, there was actually a plane flying through, and they used that shot. So anytime it was going through a normal like, the canyon, it was just like, from Wolf Smith's perspective, and it was just the front of the plane. That was the shot they used. Oh, that's kind of cool. So uh, I think, or something like that, something to do with that, and it was written. So we'll, we'll get to like the good stuff. So well, before we do that, do you realise, so I was saying this while the film was on, Wolf Smith is barely in the beginning part. Oh, yeah, he's not in, he's, it's like 20 minutes, he's not there. And then, even, yeah, I think it's roughly 20 minutes. He's then kind of in it, and then disappears again. He's not in it till, like, when it hits the 40th mark, the 40-minute mark. Yeah. And then it kind of flips off of him and then comes back. Do you know what I mean? Even though he's the main star. He's, yeah, well, he's the, he's the biggest name they had in the movie, but they had other names as well. Do you think he was the biggest name at that point? Oh, no, no. Nowadays, he would have been considered the biggest yeah, name in yeah. the movie. Back then, it would have been like... Um, the guy, what's the guy from Jeff? Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. yeah, that's most likely would have been the. We've got Randy Quaid. Denny, is it Randy Quaid? I think so. Yeah, and you've got the guy in the White House. What's his name? So I'll give you the cast. So we've got Will Smith. Yep. Uh, Bill Pullman. That's him. Bill Jeff Pullman. Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Um, Mary McDonnell, Judy Hirsch, Robert Lugia, Randy Quaid, uh, James Rebhorn. There's a, quite a few names. Harvey Fe- uh, Firestein. Plays Marty. Yeah, so I mean, the, the big names there. I mean, would you say that Jeff Goldblum was the biggest, or Bill Pullman, at that point anyway? I'd say I'd put. How I think of uh, maybe a toss up between both. Of them. Yeah, because they were quite big. They're both really big stars at the time. Not that they're not big anymore, but they're just not as big as they were. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, so as you were saying, Will Smith had only done like, he'd done a couple of films, he'd done Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It was skyrocketed him up. It was Bad Boys and this, yeah. so I think for, for sure, Bad Boys was definitely recorded at the time of Fresh Prince being done. This was at the last, it's got to be the last season. Yeah, it does look like it, like I said, with the face. Yeah, so, I mean, so Will Smith is, is kind of transitioning from TV sitcom, would you say sitcom? Yeah. Yeah, from sitcom to that. like, action like all serious roles in movie like film style. movies i mean he transitioned well there are several people who have gone from tv and they haven't made the leap to movies they've yeah. kind of stuttered and fallen 
Yeah. And there's people that have gone, they were really big in the movies and like, collapsed in on just going to the TV. Yeah. So for him to have made it across from TV to movies and to keep and to keep that momentum going, he's done really well. Yeah, and don't forget at the same time he was also doing music. So it was film, TVs, and music. Oh yeah, he's he's, uh, he's friendly rap. Yeah, yeah, because he never like Eminem says it. Uh, Will, Will Smith doesn't have to cuss to sell records or something like that. And I mean, I agree. I don't think I've ever heard Will, other than in films. Like in any of his music, I never ever ever swore. I don't think I've ever listened to any of his music. Really? You know, like summertime, summer, summer, summertime. If I did, I probably had on the radio going oh, past something. I never, trip. I never went out of my way to listen to any of his music. I tell you what, he... no offense, Mister Smith. Yeah, I mean, I doubt he's listening, but um, you, you know, to be safe and sorry, exactly. I'm not going to insult the man and just assume <laughs> he's not listening. I didn't. I'm not insulting you, sir. I'm really not. I just never listen to your music. I'm, I loved his music. Um, I listened to it growing up. Uh, Fuck up. I'm sorry. I got <laughs> no, gem- generally. Generally did. Um, I think I had about three of his albums. Um, that was good. But then he done like Jazzy, Je- Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. That was like, his earlier stuff. So um, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, I'm trying to think. Girls ain't nothing but trouble. And I think I could beat Mike Tyson. Hmm. You, you wouldn't. No. I'm quite amazed. I was looking on the sand. I don't think Will Smith does a song for this film. No, not to my knowledge. So, and I'm I'm amazed that he didn't. Bearing in mind he, he's. I thought they were, he would be the person that you'd. Hang on, we've got a film out. You're the main star. Let's get a song. Because he'd done it for Men in Black. And he'd done it for Wild Wild West. I'm not saying Wild Wild West was the greatest film, but it was okay. If On a Sunday afternoon, if you're bored, there's nothing on TV, you can watch that. Yeah, I agree. But then I've got an Xbox. So I'd rather be on that as well. But do you know what I mean? Like, So I'm, sure, I'm, I'm amazed that they didn't come to him for a song of that time. I mean, it was 96, so it was that cheesy pop start. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was that. T- it was the time for that. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm just amazed that it didn't go to him. But I mean, I enjoyed the film for what it was. The Do you want to explain the ending in more when, in more detail? So uh, like from which point? <laughs> so when uh, like he comes up with the plan, where Jeff Goldblum somehow uses an old fashioned computer, well, old, probably new for the time, to link to an alien craft to give it a virus. Right, he gets an idea um, from his dad. He's on the floor drinking because he's just heard they're going to use nukes. Mm. The world's going to end and he's ter- He's upset about it. And he's sitting on the cold floor. His dad warns him he's going to get sick if he, does, if he stays on the floor. So he picks... He suddenly A light bulb suddenly flashes in Jeff Goldblum's head. A virus. Sickness. He then leaves his dad confused, runs off and messes with the alien spaceship. Sticks things in other ports and yep. inserts things. And he te- basically he gets the... Um, he calls everyone together and tells one of the guys to shoot a can off the spaceship. He goes, okay, shoots it, and the shield comes up and ricochets the bullet around, not killing anyone, shame, unfortunately. He says he then puts the virus in, and he says, do it again. The guy shoots the can, and the can actually gets shot this time. Bounce, it just falls on the floor. Everyone's amazed. And he goes, it's a virus, a computer virus. I made it sick. And then the, then the people around him make this huge intuitive leap, like, so you can put a virus in the one ship, and it will spread to all the others? That's not really what he said. He said he could put a virus in the ship. He didn't say it would spread. But he agrees with it. And him and Will Smith end up going up, putting the virus in, and they get stuck in there, don't they? They do. Because the ship gets clamped. No, there's not a little man with the yellow clamping thing running around up there. <laughs> it literally just clamps the head of the ship. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Yeah. It's walking fast. No, illegally parked. Click. <laughs> so they have them in America. Traffic wardens, yeah. But do they clamp... I don't... Do they clamp them? 
I think they have a business. They have like people who go and do the clamping. They do yeah. clamps out there. Oh, okay. Carry on. Sorry. I just thought something to say then, but they have to be uh, removed. So I'm not going to do that. No. Um. Where was I? The clamping. Yes. Um. They realise that they're kind of screwed. They've got the virus in, but they've got a nuke on them. It was a last ditch resort weapon. Which in every movie, there's a nuke. It's always going to end up as a last ditch resort weapon. They launch it, and then the ship gets freed. And then make a break for it back to Earth. And then Jeff Goldblum talks about the fat lady. I didn't hear the fat lady singing. <laughs> oh, you'd have to watch it to get that. It's bit, it makes my eyes roll that bit. Yeah, they get back. Uh, the ship crashes. And that's basically it. All the ships around the world start crashing, mm-hmm. which kind of leaves a massive amount of alien technology on the planet for us to harvest. Yep. But do you think the world would be at peace for a while afterwards? I mean, most of the major cities are dead. Most of the leaders are dead. Would we descend into like having warlords again? I don't know. I mean, it's very. I don't think because it doesn't do all of Earth, does it? All the major cities are struck. Is that what it is? All the major cities. Yeah, they're all the fifteen. Uh, they, at one point, there was fifteen ships around in major cities. Yeah. But think about it. Even in America, that's not enough for one. Just the continent, is it? With major cities. Mm, no, no. Because each state could have like two or three major cities in it. Yeah. I hope. Hopefully, I've got that right. I, some violent abuse towards me off the uh, website. <laughs> get it on the Twitter. Oh, yeah, I'll get <laughs> it in the neck on the Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, if you um, if you do want it correct, Chris, then uh, follow us at frm underscore media. Oh, God, I thought you were going to give my personal Twitter and, account. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. See how many people can correct. I've probably made some serious mistakes about America, but go for it. If you want to correct me, sign on. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably getting some serious abuse, but if you're out there, Jennifer, hello. <laughs> well, I thought I'd give her a shout out to see if she's there. Where was I? You were talking about cities. Oh yeah, it must. It was one giant ship that arrived, and it split off into loads of little ships. So you yeah. had the mother ship and all the little ones. Mm-hmm. We know sh- uh, places around the world were struck and destroyed. Yeah, NATO bases were destroyed. Allied installations were wiped out. So. No, gut, no real governments left. No, no real leaders. We would be leaderless for a fair while until new elections could be held and everything. But I think that in that case, with America's presence still being around, they'd become a lot more powerful in the world, a lot more dominant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is both a good and a bad thing. Because when some when someone has all the power, how well it's the same goes. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Do you want to hear some records of Independence Day? I mean, we don't normally go on records, but I think because it's Independence Day, I'd like to give a... What do you mean records? Like records they're broken or...? Yeah, some oh, movie okay. records, yeah. So Independence Day was the highest grossing film in 1996, beating Twister, Mission Impossible, and A Hunchback of Notre Dame. Hunchback of Notre Dame was animated, so... All right, it said in the United States, it earned over $104.3 million in its opening week, including $96.1 million during its five-day holiday opening and $50.2 million during its opening weekend. All three figures, all three figures, broke records set by Jurassic Park three years earlier. <laughs> well, yeah, they they mentioned Jeff Goldblum used the same um, speech. You know, run, yeah. must be faster, must be faster in Jurassic yeah, yeah. Park. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the film sequel, uh, the film sequel, The Lost World, Jurassic Park, claimed all three records when it was released on the following day. Independence Day stayed in the number one spot for three consecutive weeks and grossed three hundred six, three hundred six million yeah. one hundred sixty nine thousand two hundred sixty eight in dollars. North America. Just impressive. North America. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Impressive. And 511,231,623 in other territories during its theatrical run. 
this movie couldn't have been more American if they killed the Queen Alien with an American flag. I... <laughs> Could you imagine that? Welcome to America. Um, I mean, I mean, when it's close though, because Will goes, "Welcome to Earth," and then yeah, punches it in the face. <laughs> yeah. I think that's that's my favourite. Do you think that was ad libbed? Do you know what I mean? You know when one is one of them scenes that is like, yeah, just. I've got to say, the best moment for me is when he gets kicking the alien in the thing. <laughs> the alien's crashed. This is yeah. you know, taking him out of the ship. And what is that smell? Comes and starts kicking the alien inside. <laughs> I was supposed to be in a barbecue. <laughs> Dragging your stinky ass through the desert, your dreadlocks hanging out the back of my parachute. And what is that smell? Just <laughs> kicking the hell out of the alien. It's a great scene, isn't yeah. it? It must have been fun to do because it's obviously just like a pile of rubbish in there or something. Yeah. Do you, how many takes do you think that took? They, I'd imagine they burst out laughing more than on more than one take. Yeah, because we watched it and we found it hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I just feel it was like with I don't know how, but Will Smith can take such a serious role. Like that, that moment, he's, he's dragging the alien, he's yeah. moaning, he's angry, he's stranded. But I can insert comedy into it. <laughs> yeah, just by screaming. <laughs> like he's like Adam Sandler's always angry. Like do you know what I mean? But yeah. like with Will Smith, he can he just switches it. And it, that comedy factor's there, and then all of a sudden, he sees the convoy, and you're like, you, "You're you're sign of relief for him." Yeah, because you know yeah. So like, I, he's he's such a great actor in this film. Like, I think Bad Boys and this, like as you were saying, I think exploded his career. Oh yeah, if he hadn't been for those two movies, he would have probably faded off. Do you think? I think he would have done more TV roles and then faded away. I, I so I I kind of I think he would have done TV a bit more gone on to music and settled but i think because he done bad boys and that just that was the first His music faded and he stayed in movies yeah so i think it bad boys and then this one come and then that was it i think after that was men in black 97 yeah because at that point he was like the the actor people went to for their movies yeah so yeah you know but good for him like you know like, i mean if you watch his youtube stuff he said like fresh prince kind of saved him um, obviously I won't tell the full story album I'll get it wrong but go on, go on to Walt Smith's YouTube um, and go and watch some of his videos uh, he's also done a new rap song it's only like two minutes long but it's okay. not an official song kind of thing it's not yeah. charted but um, it's great to see like someone like Will Smith that you know started from kind of nothing like build humble up humble beginnings yeah. rise to stardom yeah which is great but he's one of the people that he's risen to stardom but he's kept humble about it so but yeah I'm a big fan of Will Smith um is there anything else you need to talk about the film? Is there anything that you want to suggest about it? No, only the fact that you've got this alien technology lying around is going to cause a lot of problems. Do you think... So, I think that maybe this is my gripe as well. I don't know how they've done the Area 51 stuff. How so? So, I feel like it should have been more... Um, what's the word? It should have been more, like, mystical kind of thing. Like, for example, for example like... They've got an alien spaceship. Why every time they look at it, why were they not in awe of it? Okay, they must have been working on it, but like it's been there for forty years. Yeah, but Jeff Goldblum's character just gets in it like it's nothing. Like, why was he not like? Oh, do you know what I mean? He's just witnessed these aliens destroying the planet, so I think he's like seen and seen enough of these ships. He's probably, do you think? I think he's been he's partially in. Sh- I think a lot of them are partially in shock at this point as well. Yeah, because frankly, we've, we've discovered alien life. Oh, mm-hmm. look, it's here to kill us all. Yeah, it's wiped out, wiped out millions of people in like two or three shots, mm-hmm. and they're in shock. And they, I think it's more hatred and shock because these aliens have come to our world to attack it. Yeah, so 
If anything, they'd look at the ship with a look of derision or disgust at it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Also, when they're cutting open the alien, yeah, I, that was the only thing I really didn't enjoy. I liked the scene after that when the alien kind of attacks. Yeah, but I didn't like the way they they cut like its head, and then was, the bit when it pops open, it's get like a jump yeah, scare bit. Jump scare, yeah. It's great, but it just reminded me of have you seen the film Alien Autopsy with Anton Deck in it? So they, they remade the film Alien Autopsy. Okay, I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, they basically they cut open a fake alien, like basically just a fake body, and they sell it to they make money out of the film kind of thing. Okay. Um, but it just kind of reminds you of that. It's like it's always the case of let's open it. Let let. I would have had it through several levels of different types of scanning, X-rays, exactly. brainwave things. Just to, it's been knocked out. Did you see the restraints they used? I know fabric restraints. Mm-hmm. They were like this reason you have like basically like seat belts. Yeah, I mean I don't. I would have had metal restraints holding every inch of it down, and then cut it open and put like, a probe through to see it that way. Rather than I know, let's put a few straps on its arms and legs and crack it open. Exactly, I agree. Or, or even put I put it under anaesthetic, so it was unconscious, literally fully unconscious. We don't know what type of anaesthetic would kill the alien or keep it unconscious. True, but that's why you, if we don't, they know they're telepathic, right? Yeah. Surely, in the 40 years, they could have researched a way to block some kind of telepathic incident? I don't know. But then, the thing is, you, you see how how off of the mark they are, because Jeff Goldblum's character is doing stuff. He actually, the guy says to him, like the guy that plays Data, actually says to Brent him, Spinner. Yeah, he says, you're making us look bad. Yeah, or because he felt, well, just before that, when the president says to Jeff Goldblum's character, he goes, well, you, cra- you cracked a piece of their technology. He goes, all I did was find a code. Tell them what you found. And you can and see if you can come up with any ideas. I said to you, that's literally what he just did. He found a code. That is it. Yeah, he's done nothing else. No, and suddenly he's the one who has all the knowledge of how to. Yeah. So they've been looking. After, they've been looking at this for forty years. All this knowledge. Yeah. And he comes along and just because he's found a code, he's put in charge. Literally, yeah, that's it. Yeah. It does make the people at Area Fifty One look really ridiculous. It does. So I don't know. I just feel like Area Fifty One was. It just looked too military to me. I feel maybe, maybe it is. I mean, we don't really know. No. Do you know what I mean? But I always look at Area 51 as just like, I don't know. You think it's more like a town yeah. or something? No, like, for example, imagine like um, like a spaceship on Earth kind of thing. Okay. So I've got that sort of, that's how I would imagine it anyway. So like. So the base is actually the ship itself and they're inside of. the ship. Yeah. Okay. So like, do you know what I mean? It's sort of like that. I'm not saying that that's what it is, but no. like, he's got that design to it. So everything needs a clearance. You walk through one door, you scan another eye. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. a different finger or a different code and all that. It it would be more like that. All they'd done was use a key card. Do you know what I mean? Like well, Maybe they skipped a lot of the entrance codes because the prisoner was with them. Possibly. I mean, there was a static room. That spoke, for, science, for science sake, it was supposed to be kept static free. Yeah. Completely clean. Open the door. I can't. It's static free. If we go through decontamination, which would have been a sensible procedure, yeah. the prisoner just goes, open the door. Yeah. Okay, fine. Destroy years of work and decades of research by because you want to walk through. <laughs> yeah, because you want to throw a furry. <laughs> yeah, that is what he's doing there. Yeah, it's like, I'm I'm in charge here. You're going to do what I say now. Open the door. Yeah. Also, um, so I we when we picked the DVD up, uh, it says on the back. I didn't even read it. Uh, it says main uh, main feature includes eight minutes of restored footage, um, not included in the original theatrical release. DTS audio and restored picture quality. You picked up on that pretty quick. Obviously, yeah, there I, were some bits and pieces yeah. that were... For example, the little boy being ill. They were, I, I was wrong about that. It was, was mentioned in the original one, but not to such a high degree. Yeah. I mean, the, the kid shows... He, the, the bit where they're in the caravan, the, the camp or whatever. Yeah. The trailer, I suppose you call it. 
and he says, pull over, I'm going to be sick. Yeah. They, that's the first, I think that's the first time in the original that it's mentioned that he, him not being well. Because in the theatrical one, the original one, well, now in this one, we saw the dad went up to say, my son's got a problem with his adrenal gland or something. Mm-hmm. In the one, in the first one, it's just, my son's got, a, my son's ill, I need help now. Yeah. Didn't actually mention anything about his adrenal gland. So do you, I feel like the eight minutes lost, I think it wasn't just, because normally when I say eight minutes, it's like you think, it's another thing kind yeah. of thing. But it, as you, it as you were saying, pieces. it was scattered, yeah. so it kind of developed more characters. So I, it always, I always question, why did they keep it out? It was just probably for a pacing or timing sake. Do you think? Because a lot of stuff, I've watched like the commentary of some of my some of the movies I've got here. Yeah. And it, they literally say, just for it would have been great in the movie, but for pacing and for timing, to keep the movie under a certain amount of time, they had to yeah. reduce it. Once it's out on DVD, they can make it as long as they like. They can have all the extra bits they got rid of. Mm-hmm. That's very true, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, bearing in mind it was the 90s, and I thought weren't most films under two hours at that point? Yeah, like, well, at, like 90 minutes. Yeah, exactly. You get so much space on the tape. It's not like a DVD where you can put a lot more information on. Yeah. A tape is finite. There's only so much. Well, DVDs are finite, but with the tape, there's only so much reel they have. Yeah. And they've got all included at the end, like all the production names and everything and all that. So that's yeah, like yeah, another that's five, point. ten minutes. So. Yeah. That's mad, isn't it? Like how long, how, oh, like, yeah. especially of how many people work on one thing, you think, is it that many? Yeah. You, even like something like a simple song you have on, like, on YouTube, uh, an artist's song. You can have five or six people doing the writing, like 20 for production. I think the kid, he's in a booth singing. Yeah. What much more do you need? Oh, you yeah. get people who like tack their name on like executive producer. But all producers <laughs> do pretty much do the same thing. So if you're an executive <laughs> one, it means you don't really do anything. You just have your name on it. Yeah. <laughs> DJ Khaled. That's all he says. He goes, and another one. That's it. That, and he says his name. And that's throughout the song. Oh, for sakes. Yeah. People taking credit for things they really shouldn't be. <laughs> Do you think this is the most American film we could have picked? I feel like for for Independence Day, being on Independence Day, it was the right choice. Yeah. But I feel like if we'd have done like uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, but this, this one focuses on Independence Day itself. Exactly. And we wanted yeah. it for that reason. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like, but this is a very strong American film. Oh, yeah. I mean, for its time. I think it, it holds up now as well. Very pro-American film. Very, yeah. And I think, like I said, it, it's, I'm saying it's not relevant now. If you know what I mean, but it's like it's very. If you're gonna put a film on and you wanted like, aliens and stuff, it's this. Yeah. Do you know what actually we we need to speak about? So. Oh hello. So the main thing we didn't talk about was the um. The big honking the, obvious weakness in the spaceships. No, not that. Actually, but yeah, talk about that quickly. The main weapon shoots straight down from the middle. Yeah. One ship goes in, blows it up, and suddenly explosions happen everywhere across the ship at the same time and destroy it. That's a major design flaw. Yeah. There's like, always one. There has to be. It's an Achilles heel. Yeah. So it's the thing like I was going to talk about... Go on then. <laughs> the thing I was going to say about was um, when they're at... Uh, what's it In the White House. And then it's that scene. The scene that everyone knows. It's like the poster scene. Yeah. When the, uh, the ship comes over and it blasts down. Yeah. I didn't think... That's not as memorable as I pictured it. No, because it's just... Despite... It's significance. It is a building. Yeah. It's just a building. I mean, does it... It doesn't look how it looks in the pictures, does it? No, in the in the pictures, it looks like a massive detonation Beam, wave. Yeah. And in, in the movie, it's just... Poof. Yeah, it's done really quick. Yeah. And it kind of flicks away because they're jumping into the, uh, into the helicopter. Yeah. So 
actually, when the ship when it's blowing up, the uh, another helicopter gets caught in it, and that draws more of the focus away because you can hear the noise of the blades being destroyed. Yeah. That draws your focus from the building itself, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I just felt for the thing that they were like prom- that the promotion, the marketable thing of the White House being exploded, wasn't the wasn't as thing. important as it. It just physically looked good. Yeah, like, visually looked good. But there was no d- deep emotional connection to it. <laughs> no, no, not at all. It's not that people are on top of the building. They're opening up for us. Bang! They're all dead. Yeah, that actually means something. Yeah, yeah. You're idiots, but it means something. Rather, okay. If aliens come, would you be on top of a building waiting, waving at them? No, man. I'd be like trying to get out. I'm making way to the country. Yeah, trying to find the most isolated place I can. Yeah, I would do the same. Raid every Lidl's and every Tesco I can find on the way down there, of course. So I've got me and mum in a car, and every other bit is filled up with <laughs> tins of food and every other thing I need. Yeah. No, I I like the idea that they. I don't know. I just I don't understand this premise. I mean, because we just said it. If aliens are here to blow the earth up, no matter where we go, if earth's being blown up, it's being blown up. So you can either go now, or go then. You, you said this or, when they were when or, they blew up and people running away from the yeah. fire. Go then or go later. Like if you're gonna go, you're gonna go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, okay, maybe that's not the greatest way to look at it, but like if the whole of Earth's gonna be exploded. Well, no, um, we found out later on they didn't want to destroy Earth. They wanted to harvest it. They wanted yeah. to use all this research. And, and then go. Yeah. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? If that's what the plan was, then like. Until then, they didn't know. No, you know they thought I mean? everyone's going to die. Yeah. So, like, if what... I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of the person who wants to survive for as long as possible. I'm not going to run. A nuclear blast happens. I'm far enough away so I can survive if I leave now. Yeah. But I'm not going to run into the blast because yeah. the likelihood is, by the time you've seen the blast, you've already got massive amounts of radiation coming towards you. So if you stay there, your death isn't going to be quick. It's going to be slow and agonising. If you get out of the way, yeah. you might survive for a bit longer. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I'd... It's hard. It's all right. We're allowed to disagree. Yeah. No, no. I just think it's, it's hard. Like, to, to see, I think it, at that moment of time, your decision would it would either change or stay the same. Yeah. But most people that I speak to, instead of a nuke or something was to happen, they'd just run to it to get it over and done with. No, I'd want to survive. That's me. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd probably stay where I... I'd probably stay where I am. If it hits me, it hits me. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That way, it's, it's not, I'm not... Okay, well, if you turn out to be some radioactive mutant, I'm around <laughs> surviving. I promise I'll shoot you in the head with a shotgun. I could be, like, the new life form that you need. I'd harvest you wherever I need you from your dead body. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's a great film. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Want to go to ratings? Yeah, after you. Yeah? All right, so before we do ratings, um, as you know, this is a 4th of July special. Um... I'm trying to think, is there any more dates sort of like this that have got to come up? I can't think of any of that. If there are any the Americans out there watching, if there's like a national holiday or something that we British probably don't recognise or mm-hmm. don't remember, go on Twitter and let us know so we can do a film for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm always up for that. Um, well, across the world, if there's certain holidays around your, for your people, for your culture, let please let us know so we can do a video for you. Yeah. And we'll do a shout out for you during it. Yeah, definitely. Um... Yeah, so the best way to contact us is on uh, Twitter. This is uh, FRM underscore media. Uh, so go and follow us on there. For the people that are listening, uh, subscribe to iTunes. So before I forget, so there was an issue with um, iTunes yesterday. I was trying to upload a refresh because um, the Harry Potter one was going on properly. Um, so I've tried to refresh it. So if this doesn't come up in your subscription box, then you may need to unscribe and then resubscribe. Um, that's what I've had to do on mine just to make sure it works. 
So it's not saying that we're not putting out content, but that's what you may have to do just to, so, because I, I contacted iTunes, spoke to them directly, and he said the best thing to do is just unsubscribe and resubscribe, and then that should fix the issue. Um, so for anyone that is listening, if you're listening on um, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, yeah, if you're listening on any of them platforms, <clears throat> then, um, I mean, if you're going to subscribe to us on there, that's great. But, um, you know, wherever you're subscribing, uh, other than iTunes, then great. If you're on iTunes, like I said, just unsubscribe and resubscribe, and then the issue should, should be adjusted um, nice and easily. I hope. So do I. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my, my, my voice is going. I haven't eaten this morning. That's what it is. <clears throat> oh, my stomach's rumbling. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so... Right, you know, do you want to give your ratings? Oh, man, it's, it's hard because, like... I'm going to do it out of storyline graphics. You know, like that storyline and special effects. I'll give two different ratings. Okay, and then what, you'll give, like, one overall? Yeah, so probably my rating will be out of 20 because each one will be out of 10. Right, okay. I hate when you do this because it confuses me because I'm like... Now I've got to try and work out what is it. <laughs> you don't have to do yours out. Yeah, do yours out of ten. No, then. I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll do the same. Do yours first, and then I'll think. Oh, storyline eight out of ten. Okay, uh, mainly because it could be better. No movie has received a hundred percent rating for me. No, Ooh. some have come close. Uh, yes, like the notes you like nine point five, but yeah, never yeah. a full ten. Yeah, no, okay, that's fair. Unless, enough. of course, in our previous ones, I've said ten for some of them. And for the graphic, uh, for the special effects, I'm going to go nine, mainly because I can see from the, my current from our current time how dated it looks in comparison but it has held up well and it was good for its time yeah brilliant for its time so i'm gonna go eight out of ten for one yeah nine out of ten for the other okay so what did this that'd be like 17 so 17 out of 20 yep yeah i'm not gonna try and figure out an average people because uh, i suck at maths <laughs> all right so for what did you do over so you've done it over plot and storyline story and effects and effects all right so storyline i I'd give a seven, maybe for the same kind of reasons. Like, there could have been more kind of thing, but... I think yours is more the jumping around that you didn't yeah, like. Yeah, it was, it was the... I don't know, I think visually it was like, it jumped here, then went here, then went here, then went here, then went... And I was like, I understand. And the character development of like, Will Smith's character yeah. annoyed me because he was already a sergeant, right? Or he was already... Uh, was he a sergeant? He's already like he's, in the, he's up there. Yeah, he's already up there, right? Like in the military, and then he's like, and he's the only one left. I, I would have liked to have seen him struggle a bit more, then have something killed, like another one of his teammates killed off, then that make him angry to, I'm going to fight back because he does the comedian. I'm going to go up there and kick ET's ass. You seem to be really into the idea of kidding off characters to make just, other characters better. But in a film like this, that's how it should work. Yeah, something dies. That grows that person. It's strength in, in um, what's the word? Loss. Like yeah, strength in like emotion. So I just felt that's like really important. And yeah, so I think that's important in these sort of films. Okay. Um. So for that for that reason, I'll give it a seven. Okay. And what about the effects? A nine. Really? Yeah. Do you know why? Because I think it's more to do with the fact that people at that time, like as I said earlier, you, nowadays you can you can CGI stuff. Yeah. Like for example, a new Star Wars film, ninety percent that's CGI'd. Like background stuff yeah right but with this they had handmade crafts and they made model villages for it and and i think to me that it just shows how much time they put into it so for the effects of it looking and literally i would say what let's say 60 percent of them props they made were made to be exploded or destroyed 
oh, those props were never going to survive. Exactly. And I feel like for them to be able to do that, all that time and effort to know it's going to be destroyed shows a, a more commitment than it would do to type exactly. it into a Exactly. Because you can do it on a computer. You can, oh, now I want to destruct it. And then you can throw it off wherever you want. Yeah. And you can yeah. just bring it back and redo it as many times exactly. as you Exactly. Like. You know, so I think for that, I'll, not just that, but I feel like graphics at that time as well, it wasn't poorly done. Like, for example, you could see... I don't know, like, for example, Dragon Wars. That, yeah. that wasn't great. <laughs> no, and that come out, like, 10 years later. This was, like, do you know what I mean, 96. And the graphics, it wasn't jumpy. It didn't look tacky. It didn't look like someone had gone with, a, like, um, a pencil. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't poorly done. I'd say... The models were good quality as well. Exactly. So, uh, for that, I'd say 9. Because cause it was visually pleasing. Okie dokie. So, yeah. So, what's so that? 16 then? out of 20, then. There we go. So, it saves me doing maths. Yeah. I just took the one from the seven and put it on the nine. <laughs> All right, yeah, so I mean, that's, I mean, that's not bad. Um, if you do disagree or agree with us, uh, like I said, tell us on FRM underscore media on the Twitter. Uh, the website is coming. Um, it's just taking time. You know, um, Rome wasn't built in a day. No, but it fell rather quickly. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like the uh, most of the buildings. Yeah, they didn't last very long. One blast from an uh, alien weapon and yeah. boom, gone. So... All right, so, uh, yeah, I mean, so I enjoyed the film. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Um, Go shoot some fireworks and... Yeah, enjoy it. You yeah. know. I think it's a good voice. Well, a sunny day out here. And by the time you get this, it should be, what, nine in the morning now? Oh, I don't know, man. Um, basically, like I said um, earlier, it'll be a case of I'm going home, editing and uploading. So this will be the first time that it's, like, bang on, done on the day. Um, so it's going to be a long old day for me. I can't believe I got up this early. See, see what we do for you, America? I'm getting up early. Such a loss for you to get out of your bed a little earlier. <laughs> so, no, I don't mind it. It's um, I get to see the day a bit more. Well, hardly, because I'm, I'm, I'm editing it. <laughs> we'll just look out the window once yeah. in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's still there. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> the aliens are not here yet. <laughs> You've got your computer there. Just have like a mirror reflecting the light on the wall or something. Yeah, daylight, okay. <laughs> I'll think about it. Aziz, light. <laughs> that was the first <laughs> thing that came to my head. <laughs> so you have to, you have to uh, go back and watch, listen to all our pods, and that little comment will make sense. Yeah. And uh, what was that? That was episode well, seven. tell them. They have to go through it all. Yeah. Yeah, but go back. Go back to the beginning. Go back to the very first pod, which is where we sounded very formal and very... Uh... Uh, Zombieland. That was the first one. Okay, we sounded very Zombieland. Yeah. <laughs> we sounded very zombie-like on it. Well, I know you did, but I can't help the way I talk. <laughs> But yeah, you go back, go back to the very beginning. Listen to them all. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy them. Subscribe mm-hmm. and rate us. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as Chris said, uh, I don't know if we've got that on the audio. Is that the one we, when you said give us a thumbs up, a thumbs up, and then you can't. You I was thinking stop. of YouTube for some reason, so <laughs> I'm so used to saying thumbs up for things. But yes, uh, yeah, give yeah. us a thumbs up on YouTube. Yeah. We're on there as well. Yeah, we are. Um, write in FRM Media or just write in. As yet untitled podcast, and then we'll come up. You can't miss our picture. It's loads of different film covers and with our writing in the middle of the screen. We will get to all those films at some point. We that's when we first started, we said we we're gonna do that. So. Yeah, yeah. And we are currently on a Harry Potter franchise. So we've been on the Harry Potter franchise for the last several months. Yeah. Alright, so I've got a question before we do go. After we finish all them films, do we change the cover to a full set of new films? It's going to take us at least two years to get through all those films. So I guess, yeah, we'd probably, yeah. once all the films are done, we'd remove them. Right. Or if we, if uh, once we've done all the Harry Potter ones, mm-hmm. 
do the same picture again, but black out the Harry Potter ones. So, so each about, movie we do, yeah. we black them out. So I was about to say that, or like we'll put in like an X or a tick or something on them, so yeah. say that they're done. But um, yeah, so when a franchise is done, we'll we'll tick them off or something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, so go back and um, listen to like as Chris said, go back and listen to all our other pods. Um, if there is something that you would like us to watch, um, we welcome suggestions. Yeah, yeah, to tell us um, if there's specific days that like events of the year, current events of the year, I think. Um, minus things like Christmas and Easter because. Like we kind of do, we know we're going to do them anyway. Yeah, but any like say Columbus Day or something, they have in yeah. America. We could, I'm sure there's a movie we could do a Christopher Columbus movie. Yeah, yeah. Or when is movie. that? Huh? When is Christopher Columbus Day? Or when's Columbus Day? I'm not sure. Carry on. But yeah, like I said before, there's uh, plenty of movies we could do for these events, or we could do a movie by the director of Columbus, or a movie involving Columbus. You know, just like it has Columbus in the name, title, or the main yep. character. There, we've got Labor Day. Groundhog Day, that's already been. But we could have done Groundhog Day on it. So, yeah, basically, to, I think people listening, you, you kind of get the drift. Uh, Columbus Day is 8th of October this year. Okay, so we've got plenty so, of time. Um, and we record, we normally record on Monday anyway. So maybe we'll pre-record that one so that it can go out um, on that. And then we'll get another pod for the Thursday. What, Thanksgiving? Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so there's there's enough kind of days. But tell us more. So if you know there's a specific day that you celebrate, I keep mentioning just the American stuff, but we have listeners from all over yeah, the globe yeah. now. So we do, which is weird. Yeah, you, didn't you say we have so many Taiwan listeners to us? Yeah, someone in Russia, so Egypt. Cool. It's mad, isn't it? I love that. I love yeah. the fact that we've got someone in Taiwan. I don't know why. Russia and Egypt are cool, but Taiwan just seems like so foreign to me, so distant, and it's like that's so cool. Yeah, it is mad. So um, yeah, so shout out to everyone listening. Um, we got in Japan. We do have Japanese. Oh, yes, cool. I still want to see Japan one day. Yeah, that'd be a major flight though. That'd be long, wouldn't it? Uh, Tokyo? Is that where you want to go, Tokyo? Or yeah, which which way would you go? Because would you go over Europe or would you go over America? I'd lay by America. So that way... Because that's a shorter one, isn't it? I, I don't know. But I'd go America because that way I could kind of tour America and then carry on. So I'd do like a week in America and then go to Japan. <laughs> but when I check my lottery ticket later on <laughs> and I find out we're multimillionaires... Moving on. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, um, there won't, so because this is coming out today, there won't be a pod Thursday, but there'll be a pod ready for next Thursday. Uh, should we tell them what it is? Or should we leave it? Let's leave it in surprise for you. Yeah. Okay then. You really have to watch the next pod. Watch, listen to the next pod. It's yeah. going to be really, really funny. Yeah, it'd be cool. Um, yeah. So, you know, I said go back, listen to it. Uh, go back and listen to all of us. Listen to this one. Subscribe for future episodes. Um, and that's it. Is there any famous last words? Welcome to Earth. Uh, thanks, Will. I've been Rob. I've been Chris. See you later. Bye.